Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roughly Polished, a podcast where we discuss all things important from a not so important perspective. I'm Jillian. I'm Lily. And this week's episode is the very first of a series we like to call What's Your Beef? A debrief on things we've learned and experienced and maybe even beef with over the past month. So, what's your beef today, Lily? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a loaded question. Truly. Um, my beef is with relationships oh my god who doesn't have beef with relationships honestly uh especially in our early 20s Mm -hmm. early to mid 20s yeah relationships are just mm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a mess for everyone i'm not gonna lie probably if you think it's not a mess you're lying to yourself (laughs) (laughs) if you don't think it's a mess please tell us how it's not a mess yeah teach teach me a few things man i've got some lessons to learn (laughs) that's our beef this week Mm -hmm. um so what kind of dater are you oh first of all i'm not one (laughs) 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 i feel like i don't know i uh god i feel like i'm one of those people who's like single until they're not you know (laughs) I don't really seek out relationships, especially not right now. Um, Mm. I feel like when I was younger, there was a little bit more inclination to look for a relationship and to have, like, crushes on people and Mm. be like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Imagining things, like, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) just (laughs) accidentally imagine how it would be to spend our lives together. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Stuff like that. I feel like at this point in my life, I'm not really... um, doing that as much first Hmm. of all because i like don't talk to people (laughs) um because i work full-time and i'm not meeting new people right and also because i just don't really have the interest in this point of my life Hmm. you are a very independent person oh thank you (laughs) you're welcome yeah i couldn't (laughs) imagine myself being super um codependent in a relationship Mm. yeah (laughs) Well, your girl needs your space yeah and that's okay <laughs> thank you you just need to find someone who can give you that space when yeah. you need it <laughs> lol <laughs> uh, uh, what about you what would you describe yourself as i would describe myself as a serial monogamous <laughs> wow <laughs> could not relate <laughs> so yeah, i'm a serial monogamist i haven't been in a relationship when i was in my teens mm-hmm. really like in high school i did not talk to anybody in high school mm-hmm. but then after we graduated high school that's when I got into a three-year relationship and Mm. like been in a relationship since then (laughs) yeah um and kind of jumped from one serious relationship to another Uh after like a month in between got it okay Um, we should clarify something real quick yes what is your current relationship status I am single I am severely single (laughs) (laughs) thank you I'm glad we clarified continue yes um I have been single since January, February now. Mm -hmm. So this is the longest I've been single since I was 18. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, such a long... Could never be me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I totally understand now being single Mm -hmm. and being happy being single. Yeah. How freeing it is. And I totally understand your perspective on having to kind of not be tied down, but Mm -hmm. to have to have someone else like 
be considerate of someone else whenever you make decisions for yourself. Right. And that seems really restricting. So I understand why you feel <laughs> like you don't <laughs> want to be in a relationship. Yeah. But there's definitely a lot of good and positive things about being in a long-term relationship, too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like at this point in my life, I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like we're all responsible for our own growth first, you know? Yeah. And I say this all the time because this is sort of my... Um, my theory (laughs) or um my ideology behind it but i know this is a temporary version of myself Mm. right and i don't think it would be worth it to invest so much of this version of myself in someone else and also i don't want to fall in love with someone else's temporary version of themselves either yeah you know so i think we all kind of have a lot of room for growth first before we settle down with someone and sure, like, you can date people along the way, mm-hmm. but I think going into something with the mindset that you want it to be super serious, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just scared of it, which I'll admit. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I think uh, I don't necessarily have uh, commitment issues per se. I think it's more so trust issues. Mm. Yeah, which prevents me from, uh, you know. (laughs) There's a lot of that in a relationship. (laughs) Yeah, so maybe it's just my fear of vulnerability and intimacy, but, (laughs) you know. to terms with it (laughs) it's a work in progress and that's okay it's fine i i gotta work on that myself first before investing it in someone else because then that wouldn't be fair right thank you yeah (laughs) (laughs) right i feel like i have the opposite problem really where i trust people too quickly oh easily Mm -hmm. but at least you do that's the thing is like i feel like i have to protect myself all the Mm. time yeah. And I don't know what, where did that come from? I don't know. My parents have a nice marriage. Your parents are so cute together. <laughs> they really are. They're so cute. Sometimes I look at my parents and I'm like, wow, my parents are so cute together and they've been together for 30 years now. Wow. Like, a, I don't know. And divorce rates are so high, especially like right now. Yeah. I think it's around 50%. 46%. 46%. That's pretty damn close. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes I look at my parents and I just am like, wow, I don't know what it would be like to be within that 46% because yeah. uh, that just wasn't the model growing up. So it's a little bit hard for me to envision just because I haven't been around that kind of environment, which I suppose I'm uh, fortunate and grateful for. Not to mention that it's always like a toxic environment if you don't come from parents with the marriage or anything like that. I just feel like it's um, maybe my perception of things is skewed from Mm. reality. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe this is also just kind of um, how we grew up too with mm. Disney movies and oh. fairy tales mm-hmm. and the fact that we were both women I mean we were girls growing up I think that also might have something to do with stereotypes and um, what is the norm I guess for what girls want to interesting I remember talk. I remember being a kid and putting a blanket over my head pretending it's like a wedding veil okay I never did that oh really yeah <laughs> it's weird when I was younger I never was the type of person to dream about weddings and getting oh, married really? and white dresses and things like that. Got it. But now as I've gotten older, I have a Pinterest board with <laughs> every single detail of my wedding planned oh out. Oh my gosh. Uh. I know <laughs> this makes me-
makes me sound crazy. I know my wedding colors. I know who my maid of honor is going to be. I know the wedding Aww. dress. I know the engagement ring I want. I know what my future kids' names are going to oh be. My God. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's because I'm a type A neurotic planner, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it was just kind of ingrained in me that this is something that I should want. Yeah. Because I grew up as a Disney fanatic. I am still a Disney fanatic. Disney adult. (laughs) I wouldn't go that far, but I do love Disney a lot. (laughs) But, you know, the they fall in love and the prince and the princess get married and they live happily ever after. Mm -hmm. That was kind of the vision that I've always had when I was a little girl. Yeah. Um, And I think that's just what... I think as I got older, I've had a more realistic view of relationships, Mm -hmm. but I think that's still in the back of my mind where I meet somebody and I immediately go to, oh, this is going to be a serious relationship. Got it. Yeah. That makes sense though, because if your end goal is marriage, then it makes sense to date people that are having that same mindset. Yeah. You know, or it makes sense to date people with the intention of marrying them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a great thing Mm. (laughs) to go into dating with the intention of, like, finding your, I don't know, like, forever partner. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that is my goal. Mm. But I want to make sure that I am comfortable with the idea of, oh, maybe this person isn't going to be it. Got it. Um, And I think that would be a better way for me to go through dating just so I don't get as heartbroken when it's not the person i see i admire your vulnerability (laughs) oh thank you (laughs) because i don't know maybe i just struggle with that but and that's why i um don't take anything too seriously either Mm. but i don't know i gotta work on it (laughs) i feel like it's been detrimental to um you know past uh (laughs) situationships (laughs) (laughs) i feel like there's been a lot of unreciprocated affection and um effort and whatnot which is not i feel like at least i learned that you know (laughs) at least i'm aware of it and (laughs) i'm working on it i'm trying yeah but you know it's uh in a sense, makes me wonder if that's also just part of my personality, or maybe that's a cop-out and I'm just trying to look for something to blame it on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. You're aware of it, and that's all that matters. Thank you. (laughs) We're trying here. Everything's for progress. Yeah, exactly. You know. We are roughly polished. Yeah. That's okay. Exactly. Yes. Anyways, um, so that's my personality. What about yours? (laughs) Um, My personality? Um, I am too emotionally available. <laughs> Wild. I'm the opposite. I know. I am emotionally unavailable. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just am very open mm-hmm. when it comes to my emotions. Um, not. It, it has to be when someone someone asks me. Like if someone asks me how I'm doing, I will give them straight up how I'm doing. Right. Um, and I will cry <laughs> in front of them if uh-huh. I need to. And I don't know how that happened because I grew up. In high school, I wasn't like that. I didn't cry at all in high school. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, after being in my first relationship, I think that's when I noticed um, being super trusting of people and being super open with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in a lot of ways, that's been a great thing for me because I've realized there's so many people in my life who are 
accepting and who listen to me and who actually care about me, which has just been nice. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a very good thing to cry to people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but that's okay. Um, because now I know that I am very emotionally open with other people and hopefully I will find somebody who can handle all of my emotions as they come out. <laughs> right. Yeah, I am also an extrovert. Yeah. I don't know if that has to do with anything. Mm. Um, but I am also very kind of socially awkward mm-hmm. in many <laughs> group situations. <laughs> and I don't know. Wow. Uh, yeah. Do you think that shaped the kind of people that you look for? Oh, interesting. Probably. Yeah, how so? Yeah. I, in my past experiences, I have been drawn to more introverted people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what's been a detriment to the relationships because I am so extroverted and mm-hmm. I want to hang out and be around those people right. all the all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they can't handle that because they need their own time and space. Mm. And it was hard to balance that mm-hmm. and to be mindful of the other person's needs. Um, but now I know. Yeah. And now I can be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I think, because I'm so socially socially awkward in many situations i also tend to be drawn towards people who are also kind of like socially socially quirky too (laughs) (laughs) wild yeah huh i feel like for me i am quite an extrovert yeah I'm quite a social person, can carry a conversation. I know I need my space. Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely enjoy time to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like either I want to be around everyone or I want to be by myself. And mm. there's not much in between. Got it. Yeah. But I think, uh, okay, I, <laughs> with my personality, I'm emotionally unavailable, first of all. Yeah. I'm really... <laughs> dense and obtuse and i don't catch on (laughs) to things uh, which is strange because i'm a pretty social person but uh, i don't know maybe that's also why i don't take anything personally it's Mm. just because i i like talking to everyone so i don't find any um like a particular i don't know i don't dig too deeply into if someone is talking to me Mm. you know like, I don't pay yeah. too much attention to that or place too much weight on it yeah. because uh, I'm, like, talking to everyone, right? <laughs> yeah. Just to make friends. Yeah. <laughs> so I assume the same thing. and I never assume anything of anything. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm just... <sighs> With how social of a person I am, I just... I don't... It bothers me that I'm so (laughs) socially stupid. (laughs) Like, why am I this way? I can be better. (laughs) I should know better, but I don't. But do you think it's because you're not looking? Maybe, and so you choose not to see social situations in that way. Honestly, I think also it probably just makes me really uncomfortable if I know that anyone has any sort of interest or affection for me. Why is that? That's a great question. Yeah. I don't know. It just makes me, like, uncomfortable. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> it's the fear of vulnerability uh, and intimacy, I think. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, because when I find out that someone in- someone's interested in me, I was like, oh, really? Hmm. Am You're I like, interested in them? <laughs> hmm. Let me slide through. 
Well, it depends on if well, I'm interested in them too. But yeah, you know, definitely. <laughs> um, interesting. Wild. I don't know, but it's funny though because I feel like with my personality, since uh, I'm pretty high energy Mm. i look for people well i don't necessarily look for people but i feel like i gravitate more towards people who are the opposite Mm. or who like know how to gauge a situation Mm. you know what i mean yeah because i feel like i'm decent about matching the energy of a room Mm. and i feel like the other person needs to be as well Mm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah like if i am super high energy then they'll know how much energy to be as well got it whereas like um, maybe i'm a little low energy they can compensate for that yeah right yeah i don't know balance it's all about balance right (laughs) you are right thank you (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i don't know i feel like my um (laughs) the type of people that i end up with are (laughs) Uh, socially inept men that do nothing but disagree with me (laughs) oh yeah it's (laughs) is that toxic maybe (laughs) i mean it doesn't have to be thank you yeah <laughs> i mean i love a good disagreement yeah not necessarily necessarily an argument yeah but yeah. like a debate mm. it's like kind of hot <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i am an e- entp i am mm-hmm. a debater i love it when people challenge my beliefs ah. um and that's another thing i look in in a person too i want mm-hmm. them to be well, i would prefer them to be someone who is open-minded but also can develop their own opinions and challenge mine right i don't necessarily like to uh maybe i do like to argue <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i think there's a certain point to um how much you can disagree with someone though yeah because if you're disagreeing with someone on core values that's a red flag bro yeah that is a red flag but if you think <laughs> it's like entertaining to have that disagreement all the time I don't know if that's necessarily healthy. Especially if it's things that you um, value as super important. Yeah. But I also don't think it's bad to be challenged. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, no, that's not a a bad thing at all. If anything, you probably should be with someone who challenges you because then it'll be self-growth for both of you. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, you got to be with someone who's going to match your values and morals and whatnot oh definitely and want the same things in life as you definitely anyways those are personality traits what about non-personality traits oh uh, that's a hard question (laughs) (laughs) how about you go first so i can like form your thoughts yeah sure fester in my thoughts okay in terms of non-personality traits i think a sense of style is really attractive Mm. or individuality Mm. Maybe those are just my interests because I like having um, the sense of style and uh, I don't know. I think it uh, shows a lot of creativity too and uh, self-expression. Yeah. Well, that's that's my mode of expression because I feel like I'm not a super emotional um, or emotionally expressive person. Uh, A big way of how I express myself is through style. Like maybe how I dress matches how I feel that day. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> the, I think that extends into a lot of my other interests as well. Um, so like uh, music, mm-hmm. <laughs> music I'm listening to one day will probably show how I'm feeling that day. Got it. Or a certain phase in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
Yeah. So I don't know. Like those uh, um, interests and hobbies are my modes of expression. Um, and I think that's uh, not necessarily something that I look for in a person, but it's definitely something that I notice. Mm. You know? Like if they're, I don't know, also musicians. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, though, I feel like with a lot of male musicians, it's some of them are ah, that, that's kind of mean. Some of them are a little pretentious. Yeah. Then. But anyways, that's <laughs> another topic. <laughs> yeah. Some of them can be. Yeah. Definitely. Sure. But some of them aren't. Yeah. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I totally agree with that, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would also like to find somebody who has passions I guess mm-hmm. um, work passions, but also creative passions. Yes, um, I think that's super important. I also have a lot of passions for my work, mm-hmm. and I'm working on all those things. So I would like to have somebody who also has those passions too. Right. Who wants to grow in their career mm-hmm. and have a a career that they're really in- invested in. Yeah. Um, but also have other creative hobbies that they do or hobbies that they're also passionate about Mm -hmm. um but not (laughs) but not to the point of like obsession obsession or being like pretentious you know um because I feel like I'm someone who is very aware of my skill set and my um abilities when it comes to my hobbies like Mm -hmm. I'm not the best like musician and I'm like very like not I'm out of practice for, like, all of my instruments. But I know a, a few things about music because I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. But um, but if, if someone's a musician, but they like to talk about, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to this gig and doing all these things, but, like, knows nothing about music theory or, like, doesn't know anything about anything musical, that's just kind of, like... <laughs> I guess arrogance, right? I see. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> I th- you know that I'm talking about one specific person. <laughs> I know, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Sounds like there's a bit of a backstory there. Uh, we'll get into it. <laughs> another uh, time, another time. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like passion and motivation, though, mm-hmm. those are more personality traits, yeah, but was, I completely yeah. agree with that, <laughs> Yeah, because I feel like I'm a decently motivated person. Well, at least I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a very passionate person as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, man. I feel like I would have to share that aspect of my personality with someone, because it's kind of a difficult thing to um, share with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, are there any other um, maybe specific interests that you uh, look for in people? Interests? Mm-hmm. Like things that they're interested in? Right. Oh, um, not really. Um, for me, I have my work interests, so my career interests, and yeah. I also have my separate creative interests. So mm-hmm. I have to, I like to have my two interests interests be completely separate Mm -hmm. kind of as like oh this is like what I'm passionate about and this is what I'm doing for work Mm -hmm. and then this is what I do at home when I am trying to you know practice self-care or something yeah um so that's that's kind of kind of what I look for in a person I would also like somebody who shares at least a few interests as I do Mm -hmm. in terms of just like you know tv shows or movies or hobbies um 
So not necessarily anything specific. Yeah. Because I don't want to limit myself, I guess, Mm -hmm. in in terms of um, what the other person's interests are. Because I would also like somebody who has different interests so they could teach me about their interests too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Follow-up question. Okay. (laughs) Would you date someone in the same field as you? Oh. Career field. I would. Yeah? Yeah. Especially in the career field that I'm in, Mm -hmm. working with kids on the spectrum, that shows me how, one, how patient they are, because Mm. you have to be really patient to do work with kids in general. Yeah. But also the fact that they could work with kids and work with kids well. Okay. Guys that are good with kids are so attractive. I know. (laughs) Damn. Exactly. (laughs) So I would definitely, yeah, I would definitely date somebody who was in the same career path as I am. Yeah. Because that, that would be a lot of green flags for me. Yeah. Definitely. Um, And I think it would be really cool to come home to a person and to be able to talk about our days and totally understand one another. Yeah. Because I've, been in relationships before where I would try to talk about something that happened in my day like if a kid threw something at me and I was like kind of kind of sad about it but they wouldn't really understand I see um what I am going through every day and just to have somebody who can kind of understand what I'm going through that would be really helpful I think Mm. yeah Yeah. my answer is not that really okay (laughs) i would want to be with someone who's in a different field i'm not gonna completely like disregard someone who works in my field of course yeah um but i think personally i would learn so much from someone who's in a different field from me Mm. i don't know i think uh, there's also a lot of things that i um thought about pursuing as a career as well Mm -hmm. and so uh, gaining that insight to someone else's career and someone else's passions would Mm -hmm. be really interesting for me Mm. and i feel like i would learn so much from that yeah and in turn they could also learn from me and my career and my interests as well got it so i don't know i feel like that (laughs) could be of course you have to be with someone who's willing and who's interested in learning more Mm -hmm. about different perspectives yeah yeah so (laughs) i would want to to i okay i'll take that back i don't necessarily want to be with someone that's in a different field Mm -hmm. but i feel like i would learn so much from someone who's in a different field got it but i don't necessarily seek that out of course Mm. yeah i think if they were in the same field as me um working in healthcare or research or something like Mm -hmm. that I think they would be very thought-provoking and fulfilling conversations Mm -hmm. and very intellectual conversations as well. Yeah. Which is great. But I think you can have that with other topics too, even if you're um, just learning about them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would say that if they're working in healthcare or research, hopefully um, that comes from a place of compassion and right. empathy and wanting to contribute to the betterment of society yeah. and uh, society's health. Mm-hmm. So I think in that aspect, it would be a good thing to date someone within the field because uh, they would have that sort of uh, um, ingrained in their personality as well. Yeah. And that could be something to relate to. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like uh, so many different and cool perspectives can be gained from dating someone outside of your field yeah i agree sometimes i just feel like if i'm dating somebody and i if i don't know anything about their fields sometimes if they like come to me with a problem Mm -hmm. i feel like i can't help them or i don't Uh, have the place 
to be helpful because I don't have that knowledge. Got it. But they also probably shouldn't come to me <laughs> for their like <laughs> career problems too. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think in a relationship you kind of go to your partner as like the first person, mm. right? When you have a problem. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be really fun to date someone within my fields. So mm. then we can share toys and we can like <laughs> <laughs> bounce around like craft ideas yeah. for the kids. Oh, that'd be so cute. That's adorable. Oh man. Ugh. If there's any ABA practitioners. Meet Lily at a bookstore. Yeah, meet me at a bookstore. Oh, yeah. That's Lily's dream meet cute. It's at a bookstore. Yeah. I'm telling you now, guys. <laughs> I will be at a Barnes & Noble close by. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. What's your, what's that called? Meet cute? Meet cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is yours? Coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I'm at all the coffee shops in San Diego. You just have to come find me. <laughs> I'm vaccinated. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, that's another thing, too, right? If you work in healthcare, you're probably vaccinated already. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. I mean, most people are getting vaccinated Vaccinated now, at Thank least. God. Yeah, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, I'm a dirty liberal. <laughs> if you don't agree, uh, that's fine. <laughs> I mean no harm. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. What would you consider a yellow flag? A first yellow of all, flag. Mm. First of all. Let's define yellow flags. Yes. <laughs> what is a yellow flag? So we have red flags, mm-hmm. flags that are negative right. aspects of red a person. Red flags, absolute no. Yes. Green flags are absolute yes, positive things about a person. Mm-hmm. Yellow flags are neutral flags where it could be good or it could be absolutely terrible. I see. Yeah. So what would be your yellow flag? Mm. If they... Okay, if they pay attention to all the little details about what I say and what I do, because what if it's leaning towards green, then that means they're attentive and they pay attention to the details and they actually listen to me, mm-hmm. which is nice. But that could also mean that they're obsessive oh. <laughs> and, you know, kind of not controlling, but they really like pay attention to literally every little thing that I do. Right. And I don't know how comfortable I am with that. Got it. So there's such thing as being over-attentive. To me, yeah, I think so. I see. Yeah. Like, why do you know that I drink my teas at this exact moment in time? (laughs) Like, why do you know this? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, or I don't know. Like, if they kind of mention my habits without me noticing them paying attention to my habits, I'm like, why Mm. are you doing that? Hmm. I see. Yeah. But if it's in like a positive way, if they know that I need coffee in the morning and they bring me coffee like every morning, that's a that's a really positive thing. Acts of they, service. Yeah, acts of it's service. Thoughtful. Yeah, it's thoughtful and yeah. it's cute. Um or if they if I mentioned I like something and then they like you know, mention it again or like they send me a picture of the thing that I like, then that's them just being attentive and caring about my interests and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think there is a line where it kind of becomes obsessive. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Got it. Huh. Yeah. So what are some of your yellow flags? Okay. I think a yellow flag for me would be if someone always offers to drive mm. when you go out. Interesting. And I say that not because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to drive. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay the gas. I fill my own tank. Sure. Yeah. Right? 
I think if someone is offering to drive all the time, it shows that they're willing to do things for you, mm. you know? Acts of service. Yeah, it's kind of, um, it's kind of gentleman-like. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. appreciate that. And I'm very much an acts of service person. That's my love language. Oh. <laughs> acts of service and quality time. But at the same time, if they're always offering to do something for you, one, if you're offering to do things for me, don't act like I can't do it myself. Mm, right? Yeah. Because uh, I think in that sense, sure, I uh, see that you're doing these for me. Mm-hmm. But I'll let you do them because I know that's you showing your affection. Right. That doesn't mean that I can't do it myself. Yeah. Right? So I think that's an important um, conversation to have and line to draw, too. Mm -hmm. I think also it could be a yellow flag if they're always offering to do things for you because it could be seen as controlling. Yeah. Which, uh, girl, I can't be controlled. No. (laughs) (laughs) We're not here to control anybody. Yeah. So I think it could go either way in that sense. It could Mm -hmm. be really sweet and really gentlemanlike and really thoughtful. But at the same time, there's an extent to the point where it's too much. Mm. Another yellow flag for me mm-hmm. would be if they have good relationships with their sisters. If they oh, have sisters. Okay. Because if you grow up with sisters, you know how to treat women. Mm. And I say that because I have a brother who right. has two sisters. And I know we teach him how to respect a woman. Love that. Thank you. <laughs> so I think that's a yellow flag. <laughs> Actually, I think that might be a green flag. We can talk about green flags, too. Sure. <laughs> we can talk about green yeah. flags. <laughs> yeah. All the flags. Yeah. But what made that a yellow flag initially? Um, I think... Uh, hmm. I think... Hmm. <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. But uh, that's a good question. Why is that a yellow flag for me? I yeah. don't know. Is that a yellow flag? Maybe it's not. Okay. <laughs> We can switch around flags. Yeah. No biggie. We'll switch flags. That's okay. a green flag. That's okay. a green flag. Yeah, that's a, that's a good green flag, though. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, another yellow flag, though, I guess, if they have female friends. Oh, oh my God. Okay, this yeah. was one that one of my other friends mentioned. Oh, okay. So she was saying that that is a green flag for her, and uh, she also acknowledged that some people don't di- don't agree with this. Yeah. So she was saying that uh, she likes it when they have girlfriends uh-huh. because that means that they're good listeners to women and they Got value it. women's opinions. Right. And um, that means that they also have people to talk to mm-hmm. and be emotionally expressive with. Right. As opposed to guys that are usually less emotionally vulnerable with each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, that's a generalization. I'm sure there's a uh, some... I don't know guy friendships where they're very <laughs> open emotionally yeah um but i think it it's a lot more common with women yes mm-hmm. definitely so that's that yeah. some people would see that as being a little bit um i don't know maybe teetering on the brink of loyalty yeah that's my thing because on one hand the green side that just shows that they would have like other friends and not just guy friends and like you said the listening and attentive to like women's needs and like what they and uh, all that stuff good mm-hmm. things but then also i like i i trust 
the people that I date, mm-hmm. but sometimes I don't know their female friends or whether or not I could <laughs> trust them. Uh, yeah. Wild. Yeah. I have a harder time trusting... I don't know. I just have a harder time trusting, like, the like the friend friends who are girls rather Wild. than my partners. Really? Yeah. And I don't know why. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But at that point, if something were to happen, let's say a girl did hit on your boyfriend. Yeah. Would... Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Let's say a girl did hit on your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And it, something happened there. At that point, would you get mad at the girl or would you get mad at your boyfriend? Because you shouldn't be letting that happen in the first place. Yeah. You know, if someone hits on him, that's not his fault. Yeah. It's his fault if he lets something happen out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it it depends on the situation. If a girl flirts with him, Mm -hmm. that's not his fault. Yeah. That's the girl's fault. Mm -hmm. But if he lets it become a continuous thing, then that's his fault. Absolutely. Yeah. But... The initial, if it's like a friend, his friend who was a girl who hit on him, you know, that's another reason why I don't trust their friends, you know? Okay, is this granted that they know he's in a relationship? Yeah. I see. Yeah. In that case, then it's like, yeah, you shouldn't hit on people who are in relationships. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And maybe it's because I've had past experiences. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) We will get into that later. (laughs) Because I, yeah, I just thought of that now. (laughs) I was like, maybe it's because I have past experiences. Uh Uh-huh. But I've also had past experiences in the other way where he didn't have any friends who were girls. Uh Uh-huh. And how that makes me want to make sure my partner has, like, female friends. Right. But also just, like, other friends in general, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, but yeah, it's just, it depends on the situation. That's why it's a yellow flag for me because it could be a really good thing or it could be a really horrible thing. Got it. <laughs> but yeah. Any other yellow flags? Yeah. Hmm. Other yellow flags. Or just green flags. Green flags. Or red flags. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> red flags. Yeah. Okay. A red flag is if they constantly need validation. Mm. I am sorry, but if you constantly need validation from me, yeah. that's something that's missing from yourself. Yeah. That's totally valid. Thank you. Yeah. That's a red flag for me. Yeah. I think there's a difference between um, words of affirmation Mm-hmm. and validation mm-hmm. and just I think validation ties in a lot with self-confidence but I think for someone who my love languages are quality time and words of affirmation mm-hmm. I think it's different when it's genuine like words that you want from somebody right um, rather than just like oh you look good today like yeah I know I look good today like, yeah well, that what comes else? <laughs> into the attentive to detail also yeah it means so much more to have words of affirmation that are catered to you and particular to things that are going on in your life because Definitely. that means that they know those things are going on and they know uh, or you know that they value those things yeah so I think Definitely. that's a big thing attention to detail thoughtfulness <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah a big red flag for me is people who cannot communicate. Oh, that would be one. Yeah. yeah. Please communicate. Like, even if it's just, like, a random rambling of words, mm-hmm. that's still helpful for me to understand. Yeah, it's like, bro, I'm not a fucking psychic. Yeah, honestly. 
<laughs> please tell me what exactly is going in your brain mm-hmm. just so I can do my best to cater to you and what you need. Right. And if you need something from me, just please tell me mm-hmm. so I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> that comes from a person who I am constantly communicating how I feel and what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And I would need to have somebody who can do not the same, but who can like communicate what they're going through just so I know how to deal with the situation mm-hmm. for their betterment, I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like you can't work on a problem unless you know what the other person's expectations are. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's a very important thing. Yeah. Communication is key. <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, communication, but also just being comfortable with being vulnerable, too. I know. I can't attest to <laughs> I know, that. I know. I know. But <laughs> if, if there's something within the relationship that they have issues with, or if they have something that is like weighing them down or personal things i would like them to be able to be vulnerable about that and honest and honest just so nothing is hidden because if you're in a relationship with somebody if there's something wrong with a relationship or if you're you know questioning some things then the other person should know Mm-hmm. Like straight up, like yeah, it's um, their business. Yeah, it's their business too because, <laughs> because you're... it involves them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Something I'm proud of when it comes to relationships, just being able to communicate how I'm feeling and what I need mm-hmm. in relationships. But I've also had people, um, the other person, being like, "Wow, that's too much. Like, I don't know what to do with this." Mm-hmm. But that just shows that they aren't capable of handling what I need. Got it. So they're not like my ideal partners, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is there a certain point that you think uh, is uh, being over communicative of your needs? Mm. Because in some cases, you shouldn't have to ask for someone to care or you mm-hmm. shouldn't have to ask for someone to do things for you. Yeah. You know, like yeah. where is that delineation for you? I think it's when when I need something from them specifically, whether it's um, space away from that person, mm-hmm. then obviously that kind of that has to do with the person too Mm -hmm. like if they need to understand like why i'm distant right now it's and i i should tell them like why i'm being distant and why i need the space and to let them know like how much space i would need and give them a heads up but if it's just general just caring about a person i think that's just that should just be ingrained in the relationship Mm -hmm. already you know just yeah that's the bare minimum man yeah honestly (laughs) (laughs) just asking about how someone's day is going right just like because if it's just like needs, like, oh, I need coffee. Can you give me coffee? That's not that's not what I really meant. <laughs> right. Um, it's just those, um, I don't know. Emotional needs. Emotional needs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's. Mm. I see. Yeah. Wild. A big green flag is if they're good with kids, as we mentioned. Yeah. Big such, green flag. Such a I big green flag. I want four children, so you better be good with kids because I'm not doing that on my own. <laughs> or, <laughs> or just the fact that they want kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a big like, one. That's, like, low-key hot. Yeah, exactly. And Maybe that's just my biological clock ticking. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> honestly. I mean, Is that actually hot? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's a goal that you have in life, then that's super important. Then, yeah. yeah. That's a huge green flag. Am I just a vessel of procreation? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, a big red flag for me is if they talk really horribly about 
their friends oh, or family. Oh, I was going to mention that. Okay, that brought back a, it. Okay. <laughs> it revived my memory. Okay, nice. I was going to say red flag is when they have negative things to say about other people. Yeah. Or the first things that they notice in other people are negative. Yeah. Because this is just a rule of thumb, too, that I go by. The first thing that people notice negatively in another person, or honestly, the first thing that people notice in general about another person Mm. is probably something that that person is insecure about. Exactly. And so if you're going around noticing all of these poor things about people and that's the first impression that you have, that means you have a lot of insecurities with yourself. Otherwise, you wouldn't care. Yeah. And also, if you're saying all these negative things about your friends and family, what could you be saying about me behind behind my back, right? Yeah. To other people. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And also, if you're talking so negatively about your friends and family, then why do you why do you have these friends then Mm. you know why are they your friends if you don't like them yeah (laughs) and if you you know your family is your family you're kind of stuck with them but like you can change your friends you can find other friends right people you find who are you know who create a positive impact in your life Mm -hmm. so if you're talking shit about your friends behind their back then why are they your friends Mm. and then why should you let them believe that you guys are friends if you're going you're going you're going to be saying all these horrible things behind their backs right and it's such a toxic thing if you don't surround yourself with people that you appreciate or that you care about or that you admire yeah that's a big thing too is if you don't surround yourself with the good people that shows a lot about how you value yourself yeah yeah that's a big one (laughs) it's a huge one really 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 big one Mm -hmm. (laughs) the whole thing about just like what could they be saying behind my back if they're saying all these horrible things about other people behind their backs that's wild yeah oh my god yeah and just because i'm your girlfriend doesn't mean that there's not going to be negative things about me Mm -hmm. so you're definitely saying something negative behind my back which isn't cool yeah yeah Oh my god <laughs> i never thought about that yeah wow but now you know <laughs> that's crazy i yeah. know other people's opinions of me are none of my business <laughs> yeah but if it's your partner then that's just a, a lack of trust at that point yeah. and it's also i don't know if yeah. it's your partner that's just that's just shady man yeah <laughs> if that's your partner then why are you my partner in the first place mm-hmm. you know Oh God! Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> I'm so sorry. scary. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm scaring. I'm scaring you away uh, from relationships even more. My fear, honestly. Okay, I say this just because I feel like my values are so different from my friends. Mm. But none of my friends' relationships make me want to be in a relationship. Oh. I take that back. One of my friends' relationships, super cute, oh, adorable. Yeah. I want them to get married. <laughs> but uh, my. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe I just get scared of everyone's traumatic experiences that they tell me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just deterred from the dating scene completely. I mean... <laughs> maybe I'm living in fear. I gotta work on that. Good thing this is a podcast diary. Everyone yeah. hold me accountable, please. <laughs> we will work on it together. Thank you. Us. Yes. Thank you. Please um, push me. <laughs> yeah. Because I will say, my most recent breakup has also deterred me from the dating scene i don't blame you (laughs) thank you (laughs) 
Um, That's valid. Yeah, because, you know, high key, not an okay situation. The most recent breakup that I had made me doubt pretty much any person that I could possibly date. Oh, so it was a big um, impact on your trust. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And I think the main reason why I think we wanted to talk about this for our beef episode this month Mm -hmm. was because I realized how much of an impact both positive and negative one person can have on your life yeah and the future your future choices that you can make oh yeah 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 because i like i said i haven't been single this long i mean i'm happy being single now i'm really happy being on my own and being independent right which is a huge improvement that was something that i really needed to work on just for myself because I felt like I was very reliant on all my partners in the past, but now I'm at a point where I'm just like, I don't know if I could trust the next person that I date. And I'm a very trusting person. Yeah. So relationships, man. Yeah. That's crazy. So what yeah. do you think is the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself out of that? I learned that I deserve good things. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I think there's just something that people should realize about themselves they people should realize the good things about themselves and um work on the parts that they want to work on and find people who can motivate them to do all those good things Mm -hmm. um i also realized that i'm fully capable of living my own life independently and not feeling like there's something missing Mm -hmm. which is a big thing because i think that's another reason why i wanted to wanted to be in a relationship for literally four years straight (laughs) straight Mm. out of high school was to feel like i had someone else and feel secure with the fact that i had someone else um because i think like you know like we discussed marriage is one of my goals in life Mm -hmm. and when you're single you're a step away from that goal um and you know being single just means that it's just another another hurdle that you have to go through in order to to get to that place but you should also want Mm -hmm. to have a marriage with somebody who brings a lot of good things in your life too right and now i feel like i grew grew to the point where i'm comfortable waiting for that person that's a good way to look at it yeah that's a good way to look at it (laughs) thank you (laughs) okay another question is do you believe in soulmates oh interesting (laughs) (laughs) um yes and no i don't think there's like uh you know uh you, the universe and some big figure in the universe telling you that there is one person in the world just for you and you have to go find that person. Right. Uh, but I do think that they are. I don't. I don't want to sound like like a <laughs> <laughs> like a. I don't know. Like a voodoo person <laughs> or anything. But I do think there are definitely people in life that are meant to be in your life. I completely agree. Yeah. So multiple soulmates. Multiple soulmates for multiple different reasons. Right. Not just like romantic soulmates, um, but just like friend soulmates, Mm -hmm. um, like even career soulmates. Uh, (laughs) Oh. Work besties. Yeah. Work work (laughs) friends. Um, Just people in life that you feel like they're meant to be in your life to give something to you so you can learn and grow from them. Right. I completely agree. I feel like a lot of the people in my life right now, um, 
we've been through so many things together. I feel like a lot of things in my life, too. This is just <laughs> weird. A lot of things in my life happened to me, and I look back at them, and I realize that they're, they were so strategically timed, mm. and if those things had happened at any other point in my life, yeah. it would have had such a different impact. Yeah. And, uh, of course, that's obvious for any situation, <laughs> but it just feels like uh, the things that I learned at certain points in my life um, happened to me because I needed to learn them at that time. Mm. And uh, it's the same thing with people. People that I have met at certain points in my life came into my life because I needed them at yeah, that time. Definitely. So I don't know. I feel like I also believe in multiple soulmates, mm-hmm. whether it be platonic soulmates, I don't know, romantic soulmates things like that mm-hmm. um i definitely think that you're meant to have certain people in your life mm-hmm. i completely agree with you on that yeah. yeah but another question is are you someone who follows more the mentality of if it's meant to be it'll be or are you someone who follows the mentality of if you want something go and get it mm. i think it depends on the situation and the people uh. <laughs> because you know if if there's a person in my life who I feel like is supposed to be in my life for this specific reason, then, and if the situation isn't cut out for that, then I think it will happen eventually mm-hmm. if it's supposed to happen. Oh, but if, yes. yeah, yes, but if, you know, if it's something that I really want, then, and if the situation is cut out for it, and if the situation is appropriate for that, then yeah. I would go for it. <laughs> you I should see. go for it. Yeah. Ah, I feel like that is such a difficult thing for me to differentiate mm. because in a sense, I'm a pretty proactive person. If yes. I want something, <laughs> you know, I know I have to put in the work to get it. Yeah. But at the same time, when it comes to romantic relationships, it's difficult for me to figure out uh, if uh, something is uh, something that I need to work on or if something is just not meant to be mm. or if something is meant to be like uh, to what extent am I supposed to pursue it mm. you know yeah. should I pursue this right now or if it's meant to be will it happen in the future mm. I don't know Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of not knowing it's, yeah. so, it's, so, it's so much out of your control yeah and I think maybe that's the thing too that i just don't like and so it makes me uncomfortable and that's why i'm <laughs> severely yeah. <laughs> single yeah i think we, i think I, for both of us we both like to be in control of our situation yeah absolutely like. yeah and relationships are so much out of your control because mm-hmm. you can't control another person yeah as much as you feel like you want to yeah like, because that's not right yeah yeah it's tricky. Yeah. I know. It's tricky. <laughs> but, yeah. Soulmates, man. Soulmates. Yeah. That's Be- the thing. Yeah. Because, oh, I have, a, I have a good example. Sure. Because when um, my most recent breakup was happening, uh-huh. I um, one of the admin from the company I work with moved to the office that I usually work at. And, um, and she, like, quickly became, like, my work mom. Mm-hmm. Like, she was my... She was just, like, my confidant, almost. And, you know, she was, like, an older lady. She had, you know, daughters. So she just knew how to talk to me about breakups and my situation and talk me through and what, how I needed to take care of myself. And I definitely needed her at that moment in life. So 
that's I'm gonna cry <laughs> so um because she got she is not with the company anymore <laughs> so oh, I don't really? get to see her yeah um shit I'm already crying no! fourth, fourth episode <laughs> of the podcast and Lily's already crying <laughs> You weren't kidding when you said you'd cry to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cry. I will literally cry to anything. <laughs> but, like, that's when I realized that she she really needed to be there for mm-hmm. me. And I really needed her yeah. at that point in my life. Because if I didn't have her, then I wouldn't have made this much progress and growth in the time that I did. That's so sweet. Yeah, so thank you, Alva. Aww. I love you, Alva. <laughs> we love you, Alma. Alva. Alva. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I really felt like she was supposed to be in my life at that moment. Definitely. Yeah. So like, I you know, that. I'm not a person who believes in like all those like supernatural, like new age type of stuff. Yeah. But when things like that happen, I'm like, what is going on <laughs> with the universe? Like, what is the universe trying to tell me? <laughs> right. It's weird. It's a weird feeling to yeah. look back and be like whoa yeah what would have happened if this didn't happen to me or if i didn't meet this person at this time exactly it's weird yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) strange yeah so do you have any advice that you would give to people in the dating scene right now Mm. Ah. um tricky tricky i think my biggest advice for myself and for other people is to be comfortable with yourself first before looking for anybody else. Yeah. And also to know your boundaries and to stick to them. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just have to know who you are first before you try and uh, yeah. know, know someone else. Yeah. That's a big thing. Because I think the biggest thing coming out of being in relationships back to back since I was 18, I didn't have a chance to be an adult by Mm. myself completely right so I was kind of in a weird state where I have all these interests but not really finding my own identity and what I want to do um but now that I'm single I'm trying like finally realizing all these things about myself that I never realized before yeah that's uh that's super cool thank you (laughs) (laughs) do you think there are any aspects of your personality that have benefited from the people that you've been with or things that you've learned mm. that have been good lessons? Ah, um, I have learned from, because I talked about how my previous partner partners have been somewhat controlling over me, mm-hmm. but I also will admit that I've always, I've tried also to be controlling of their situations too. Oh. And... And then, yeah, and then in another relationship, I was just kind of not putting much input in their lives whatsoever, because from my other experience, I was told I was too controlling. Mm. So trying to to find that balance based on the person, what they need, Mm -hmm. um, is what I've learned. I realized that I can't do the same things that I used to do in every single relationship, because it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. 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 Um, Definitely. Yeah. And learning to relinquish control has been a big thing that i am learning <laughs> mm-hmm. but is i know but i think i'm getting it that's good <laughs> thank you <laughs> self-growth bro yeah yeah i don't know i think uh, it's a good thing to gain self-growth through dating different people mm-hmm. but at the same time i don't know does it feel a little shitty to know that someone <laughs> 
was using you as a growing experience because I feel like Mm. that's my experience with it is that sometimes I will get out of things and be like oh god like I'm glad that this person is growing but I feel a little used Mm. like I feel like a lesson I think it depends on their intentions that's true because very true yeah I know that um my previous partners have are growing Mm -hmm. um or I don't think one of them is because I don't think he will ever grow up. Oh. But <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, but I think that if their intentions weren't to use you as a growing, um, like a tool yeah. to grow, then that's totally fine. And mm-hmm. I, th- I think just having those experiences is helpful for both sides. Yeah, but, um, very true. As and as long as you don't use the person to grow for yourself either. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I know. I but I totally get how like in hindsight it seems like it feels shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does feel shitty to know that somebody used you for yeah. their own benefit for a certain amount of time. Yeah, um, like a year. <laughs> <laughs> really, for me, it was three. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, I think a good thing that came out of uh, um, one of the things that I've had, mm-hmm. I will not label anything a relationship, first of all, because of my fear of commitment. Oh, my Second God. Second of all, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't... God. Uh, does anything deserve that title? Ah. <laughs> you mm, know? Yeah. Situationships. We'll call them that. Okay. <laughs> um, one good thing that's come out from one of mine is that I think uh, the person was very willing to put themselves out there and try all these different things for themselves like different hobbies they weren't afraid to try different hobbies or Mm. they weren't afraid to start their own projects or um they were very ambitious in that way Mm -hmm. and uh, now I am nice and I think that's a really good thing that I've gained Mm. um because honestly it was kind of inspirational to see how many things that one person is capable of oh wow so that's a really uh, cool thing that i have gained Mm. um yeah some things about that (laughs) situation were not so peachy but i am glad to have learned that nice i'm glad you did because now we have a podcast and now you do all these cool artsy things now i have My sick little game that I play with myself. <laughs> How many side projects can Jillian have until she combusts? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's good to have passions, mm-hmm. and it's good to have multiple passions, though. Yeah. So, all good things. Yeah. All good things for sure. Um, do you have any advice? I would say don't be in a rush to be super involved in a relationship. Mm at such a young age yeah i think it's a good thing to be in a relationship to learn Mm. but i don't know you um gain a lot of insight by challenging yourself to listen to different perspectives and learn from different people and Mm. understand different people and i think ultimately that'll help you become your truest self right and i know that's not for everyone i think maybe that's just a personal thing so take it as you may right because some people are very much the types of people that want to be with one person for the rest of their lives Mm -hmm. it's a first try and (laughs) you know getting it right on the first try and uh I think that's a great thing to aspire to. And I think if you do have that, then awesome. Mm -hmm. But, you know, don't close yourself off to only one person. Yeah. 
Um, and also don't, uh, <laughs> oh, gosh, I think, uh, an important thing is to know what's good for you and what's healthy for you and what's mm. sustainable for you. Yeah. You know, because if you're in a relationship with someone or you're seeing someone and it's not something that is sustainable, but you don't want to give up on it just mm. because you don't want to let that other person down. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think in that case, you do have the right to be a little bit selfish and be like, no, I need to do what's best for myself and what's going to make me happy. And that's not always going to be the person that you're with. You know, I think you just have to be honest with yourself about what you need and what the other person needs and what is going to work for you long term. Yeah. 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 The world is ginormous. There are so (laughs) many people. So many people. There are so many people. Lots of fish in the sea. Honestly. Too bad I suck at fishing. (laughs) (laughs) Can that be the episode title? (laughs) Yeah, that could be the episode title. Okay. Jillian sucks at fishing. Uh, It's fine. Okay. It's a work in progress. I'm open to gaining new skills. Yeah, it's fine. Gosh. There are so many people. Like, like scottish men are attractive oh my god where did that come from <laughs> outlander i'm obsessed with outlander and i want a jamie fraser in my life mm. wild yeah, thank for you. me my type is uh... <laughs> islander men <laughs> damn i mean the islands are across like you know my homeland yeah your homeland like, i'm going to hawaii this summer oh <gasps> Ooh, Maybe I'll come back potential. with a nice brown sugar man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Ooh, LOL. That'd be exciting. I'm joking. Uh, okay. I'm halfway joking. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to some of my other friends a couple nights ago, mm-hmm. and we were like, we'll go to Europe next summer. And so, you know, we'll see what that holds for me. Mm-hmm. I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> then. <laughs> Listen, I just want a Mama Mia moment. Mama Mia moment. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Just like, you know, go to Greece and like meet cute lads. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And have a, a not child like a, out of a child. No. <laughs> not not the kid part, but you know, like just the meeting the guys and sure. You know, singing having your fun. Sing, singing songs yeah. on a boat. You know, singing ABBA songs. <laughs> um, Bill from Mama Mia 2. Oh my god. <gasps> funny how my legs are wide open all the time oh my god <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> that's a joke that's okay. a joke bro it's a meme it? that okay. was a meme reference okay i hope people understand my meme okay. references <laughs> yeah bill from mama mia too also like having a lizzie mcguire moment oh, in italy facts paolo where's my paolo exactly <laughs> Or even like Gordo. Gordo, sweet little Gordo. Gordo's so sweet. Exactly. I yeah. want. I just want those. You know, those moments. Oh my god. Where are my Imagine moments? your best friend admitting that they're in love with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Gordo. <laughs> Gordo. <laughs> Gordo, what you doing? <laughs> what is going through your mind, Gordo? <laughs> Calm down, Gordo. <laughs> You know what I just realized? What? That means fat. Yeah, I know. I didn't realize that they named him that specifically. Yeah. He wasn't even fat. No, he wasn't. Why did they do that to I him? No. Anyway. Uh, that's some good advice, man, though. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, it helped me listening to you talk. And I hope it helps someone else out there 
listening to us talk. Hopefully your relationship issues aren't as horrible as ours, but that is okay. Work in progress. We are all roughly polished. All for progress. Keep it casual, baby. Keep it casual, baby. <laughs> we'll see ya. Take it as you may. Next time. See you next time. Bye. Okay, bye. That was our beef. <laughs>